And welcome back. Say less studios. Say less. <laughs> What's going uh, on, everybody? Uh, happy to be back. Ooh, we got a jam-packed show for you guys yes, sir. today. We'll get into MVP <clears throat> discussions. I know team. I'm gonna let you guys know team needs to get drug tested. The Greek freak. Oh my goodness, seek help. We'll go over all NBA teams. Whew. It's the time of the season. We're getting ready for playoffs. Yep. Award season's coming up. Yep. We'll best time of the year. Oh, best time of the year. NBA playoffs, awards, games, all that. Yep. Of course, we'll talk about Gronk, his retirement. See you later. Watch your mouth. <laughs> no, I said it in a Watch your mouth. <laughs> Second like a respectful way. See you later. <laughs> we'll also talk about the Browns. It's been a while. We had Andy Isabella on last time, so we didn't get to have a formal discussion Shout about out Andy. the Browns. Shout out, Andy. About the Browns, their accusation, uh, accusations, acquisitions, acquisitions, acquisitions. yeah, English language can be hard yeah. sometimes, you know. Um, OBJ, we'll also get into the NFL rule changes. They've made some interesting rule changes, yeah, in have. wake of what happened with the Saints and the Rams. Not that it would have mattered because the Patriots yeah, would have beat won. Yeah, the Patriots would have beat the Saints. Seems anyway. like an eternity ago, yeah, that's facts. But, um, but first, March Madness, Madness, the team of the tournament, the Duke Blue Devils. Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, and Co. I'm not going to mention Cam Reddish. She doesn't deserve our time. <laughs> Stop, dude. <laughs> Yo, give Cam Reddish some respect, dude. Come on. But uh, Duke was upset this, upset this past weekend by Michigan State. Zion balled out. Didn't really get the help he necessarily needed throughout the tournament. But, hey, season was probably a failure. Oh, definitely. But now definitely the, a failure. the duo of R.J. And Zion will look towards the draft. And Cam Reddish. Uh, I don't like talking about him. <laughs> uh, NBA predictions, T. How do, you, how do you see Zion panning out in the NBA? We know he's probably going to be the first-round pick. I've been on record in weeks past saying I'm not sure I like Zion long-term. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Mike, I'm afraid to say it. I think this is one of those uh, weird things where we actually agree on something. I'm not huge on Zion Wilmerson. I'm not. not. Because I don't think, number one, his game – his college game, his collegiate game, is going to translate to the pros, uh, just because a lot, of, a lot of his. I'm, I've learned nothing from you. A lot of his game is uh, bully ball. A lot of his oh. game is is advantage because of his. What is he six? What do we just say? He was like six seven two eighty. Six seven two eighty five. He's legitimately every time he's on the court now for Duke, he's going against college kids who aren't nearly as close to him yeah. body wise, like. And near once he gets to the pros, these are grown men we're talking about. Yeah. These these little bully ball thing, it's not gonna no. work like that. I was watching a Syracuse game like a month or so back. Syracuse had this like forward center. I don't even know. He was like 6'11", 185. Yeah. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Well, of course Lyon's gonna uh, dominate. Chopped like, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of his game though, what I did like from the tournament. Um, from this game is he did show up in the big games. He did. He played well. I mean, Look, yesterday, what what did he finish with? 24-14, 14 rebounds, three steals, two blocks, two. Come on. like He he, he balled in this tournament. I'll give him credit for that. He was that. balling all year long. <clears throat> no, he, he, no, he was. But like I said, 
majority, not majority, a lot of his production is because he's not going against guys who have NBA bodies, NBA games. NBA athleticism. NBA athleticism. And his game, to be honest, isn't that polished right now. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I agree with you. Obviously, he's a freak athlete. Of course. A tenacious rebounder and defender. This is an athlete we haven't seen in years. Facts. We can agree with that. Sure. But, again... What is Zion without his athleticism? I said this in weeks past. I'll say it again. I hate the LeBron, Ben Simmons comparison. You're telling me. He does not have those same ball skills. LeBron and Ben Simmons are legitimate guards. Yeah, yeah right. They are ball handlers. And that's not Zion. And even and then shooting. He shot 34% from three this entire season. Now, he deserves a little credit because he shot 43% during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Playoffs, quotation, that's ACC tournament in March in the uh, NCAA tournament, he shot 43% from three. But I said it and I'm saying it again. I think Zion might be a Blake Griffin 2.0. Yeah. He could also be a Charles Barkley, who was a Hall of Famer MVP who led his team to a finals. Um, best, He's a best player on a championship team, quote unquote. They lost to MJ, but right. that isn't. Charles Barkley could take a team to the promised land. He just ran to MJ. But, um, he has to improve his ball handling skills. He has to improve his passing and playmaking skills. I think the question at this point in time is, can Zion Williamson be the best player on a championship team? Yeah, and that's extremely early, too. I think my— You think he can? I No, I don't think oh, he can. Oh, it's oh. way too early to tell. I, think I don't my, think it's that early. I don't, I don't, um, I think my biggest question with Zion, too, is um, in terms of his NBA game, is where does he fit in? Is exactly. He a, is he's he a not three? he's is not, he not a, really a wing. He's not, he, he's not really He's not really big enough to be a small guard five, a small a big man five. I don't think so. No. To, People bring up all the time about Draymond Green as a five. Yeah, Draymond Green's on the Golden State Warriors with yeah. elite defense and Kevin Durant um to help him protect the rim. You're not putting Zion out there as your shot blocking five and then you, the rest of your team better have long arms and really good defense. You get what I I'm mean, saying? I, he maybe could be a shot again. It, a small ball five. A Mike. small ball five. He could be a that small ball five. That is tough. I mean, Draymond does it, and I think Draymond's on the Warriors, Mike. I mean, and he yeah, has KD, fast. Clay that's Thompson. Fast. I mean, besides, but that goes back to that question: Can Zion be the best player on championship team? Yeah. Draymond's not the best player on championship right. team. He's not the first, second, third, yeah. fourth. So in the right situation, and then again, Draymond is also someone I was thinking about. Is that someone that Zion could be like? He'd have to rapidly, like I said, he'd have to include his ball handling skills. He'd have to improve his passing and playmaking skills. Exactly. But I'll tell you one thing. If you're uh, the projected number one player in the country and your player comparison is Draymond Green, something's up. Something's up. Something's up. It's a weak draft class. You're right. Something's up. But even you look at players like, I don't know, like an Al Horford. We know what Al Horford is. He's a stretch four. Right. Is that... The prototypical you want from your stretch force today, you want them to, to be, be able, able to space out the floor, space guard out the, the perimeter, exactly. switch on pick and rolls. Right. Exactly. Is that someone Zion could be like? He is a little undersized at 6'7", but... He, he got the feet for it. He definitely he the has fit. the feet for it. Right. He has the athleticism for it. So That's tough. It, it, it's a tough conversation. I... I you seem to side more with R.J. Barrett. Oh, I like I love R.J. I love R.J. I love R.J. <sighs> Mike, I know R.J. He Barrett is a no. He's a freight train, and it's not in a good way. I know he didn't. He plays at one pace well during he, the NCAA tournament at all. I know I, he, he lost them a lot of games too this year. Oh, okay. his fourth Relax. quarter. The game that game versus Gonzaga when they lost in the beginning of the season was his fault because in Duh? the huh? Duh? How? 
how? Mike, at the end of games, this guy legitimately thinks he's the cop. Like, his mindset and Same his IQ is not where it needs to be. What's Zion doing for you at the end of the games? You can't put the ball in his hand and tell him to get you a bucket. Uh, he just did that the other day versus, uh, what was it, when he got the and one, when he spin and one, oh, and one, give me that. Come on, It was man. on Taco. There we go, U- UCF, that's what I'm thinking about. They legitimately gave him the ball. They spaced about the floor. They put Draco, Trey Jones in the corner. Come on, man. Bro, that guy's like 7'6". That was a legitimate. <laughs> Is he NBA talent? He's going to be drafted by somebody. Is he NBA talent? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I, I, I'm just really not high. I love RJ. I think RJ has can be is a bucket when he needs to be. He's shown great playmaking skills, especially when Zion was out with his injury. Though that stretch when he Zion did was step out, up. He Zion, stepped up. Uh, not Zion, RJ stepped up, up 30. big, yeah. especially yeah. versus Syracuse. And one of the knocks against RJ was he can't shoot. He went to Syracuse, who played their their zone. famous two yeah. three zone. He chopped he them, them from he three. Lit he he lit them up from yeah. three. So I think, and and RJ over Zion, I think RJ has more ceiling to be a good shooter. From three, I I'd agree with that. Looking at Zion's form, his, his yeah, it, his poof. free throw is whoa, it's a line Free throws drive, awful, yeah. jump shots awful. Needs yeah. to fix his form immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately, RJ has shown um, great playmaking potential. Clearly, he needs to work on his right hand. Clearly, we right. know and we yeah. know we know we get it. But again, I long term, I do think RJ might be a more viable option because I see I see Zion and I see Blake Griffin. I'm not a fan of Blake, Blake Griffin. Me neither. And we'll, I'm going to have to mention Blake Griffin later in the show during the All-NBA team segment, and it kills my soul. Wait, 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 wait. I know, what? I know. What? I didn't want to do it Wait, either. wait, what? We what? might have to leave his spot empty. <laughs> we might have to leave his spot empty. Because I no part of me ever wants to vote for Blake Griffin for anything. But... It's it's I don't know again I don't so I don't believe Zion to be the best player on the championship team I don't know if I'll ever be an MVP candidate but cool I don't know do you think I don't think so I don't think so either no. yeah but uh, speaking of MVP MVP um I have a drug tester coming to get you checked soon it should be coming to you no it you have fantasized over this left-handed fantasize? guy putting up thirty points a game and thirty six put some respect on his name. Okay, let's talk about it. First, I'm gonna give you why Giannis is the MVP. First of all, I think no, if he's gonna no, be your MVP listen. candidate, at least say his name right. It's Giannis. It's the G, G is silent. Giannis and like lasagna. Shout out Weezy. <laughs> <laughs> First, I'm gonna give you why Giannis is Giannis. Giannis is empty is MVP. Then I'm gonna give you why James Harden isn't. Damn, I can't say my case for why he is first. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to? No, no, no. Why? Before you say why he's not. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. The Bucks are the best team in the NBA. Number one. They yes. legitimately, last year they were. It's uh, an individual you want me to put, It's an individual It, it, it is. And Giannis has a lot Giannis. to do with that. Giannis has a lot. To, <laughs> it's, it's really Giannis? Really? It's really Giannis. Giannis. Okay. Giannis has a lot to do with that. Number one. Number two. His Progression in his game has stepped up tremendously his this year. His stats are barely better than it was last year. His game barely. is better, Mike. His game. Barely. What's different? What's different? First of all, he's added a jump shot. A legit. Barely. Come on, come on, come he's on. He's made it. I taught you that lesson on the last episode of Say Less, how he was starting to add a jump shot, but it's not there. You cannot say he has <laughs> added no, a not, jump shot. He hasn't. Come add, on, man. He added. Okay, hold on. You added want me, a jump shot. You want me shot. to give you guys this guy's stats? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. 2019, 2018. This man is averaging 27 points a tw- hold on. 27 points a game. Um 12.5 rebounds, 5.9 assists, uh 70 73% from the line, 60 no no no. 
six point six point eight times he gets to the line. So he's going. He's attacking the rim. He's not letting you um, guard him correct. The yes. only thing I don't like about his game though, that three point percentage is still twenty five percent. That's fine. We'll slide over that. Year. His field goal percentage, Mike, is fifty fifty eight percent from the had, field. He's, he's always extremely had a high efficient. Percentage. He's always had a high. The percentage. second the Bucks added some shooters around him, this team has flourished. Why? Because no one could stop. So Giannis. okay, stop right there. You just said the second they added shooters around him, is that him getting better or is it roster construction getting no, better? Is that Coach Budenholzer, who I told you coming into the year would be a coach of the no, year it's, candidate? It's him. Is getting, that other factor, no, or listen, is that listen, him? Is that his I, game improving? That, that's a, I understand what you're trying to say, but listen, that's him because now he's actually learned how to play basketball. He's made those players around him better. Bledsoe has a terrific year. Brogdon, terrific year. Brook Lopez, terrific year. Giannis has made these guys better. Is Brogdon he's doing anything looks. we didn't know he could do? Is Bledsoe doing anything we didn't think he no, could do? No, they're just is elevating Chris, their game because Giannis has elevated his game. I that don't think Giannis has elevated his game that much. You mentioned. 27.4 last year he averaged 26.9 that's a 0.5 increase his rebounds last year he had a 10 he averaged 10 this year it's 12.5 that was a Shaq that's numbers. a 2.5 I know it's Shaq numbers but when I look at most valuable player for me that has to do with who is the most valuable player to their team who without them their team would be a complete dumpster fire in the years past when we talked about MVP are the, are the, you think the Bucks are even in the playoffs with that Giannis? I'm sorry I, when I look at the Bucks, you take Giannis they still have all-star Chris Middleton oh, they still have they still have Eric God. Bledsoe who did just get a mega contract extension they do putting have Malcolm. all-star putting all-star in front of Chris Middleton's name is like come it, on it's is, the is, biggest fl- he's come, an on, all-star. come on he come was, on and he deserves his all-star come on, come on let's not hate now he's an all, yeah, is he, he making deserved, it next year he's not he a might, prim, he's not a prim, you know, all star, Mike. He's, Come a on, oh, he's a bucket. He's not a bucket. Chris. He's not a mama. Mike, he's not a is, bucket. This is what you've gone to now, Chris Middleton. Is Chris Middleton on the bucket? Is he number two? On this team? I mean, this team is a championship contender oh, this my year. God. Mike, James Harden literally has a Hall of Fame point guard next to him. But here's the thing. Let's look at the circumstances. And a terrific offensive But look coach. at the circumstances. December, January, February. Chris Ball, Eric Gordon, Clint Capella. Gone. Injured. James Harden was literally playing with a bunch of local YMCA members. Okay, and do you want me to fault Giannis because the whole year it's not a fault. they've been healthy and he's been playing he's been playing absolute great ball throughout not the whole about, year? It's not about faulting. It's just about the matter of fact. You look at December. This man is average was averaging 36.4. January, this man was averaging 43.6. February, this man was averaging 37.6 points. And it's That's the circumstances points, without Harden because they didn't have CP3, because they didn't have Clint Capella, Clint Capella because they didn't have Eric Gordon. They needed him to be an MVP. Without him, they would not be where they are sitting in the West today. Without him, they would have they were they would have been out of playoff contention. It's the circumstances that matter. And I think he has been an MVP. You look back, um, we talk about LeBron all the time. LeBron should have been MVP every single year because you take LeBron off the Cavs, they're a poop. They're poop. They're a dumpster fire, and we see what the Cavs are now without him. Same situation applies. If you take— Wait, the, Ca- the Cavs are still playing. They're in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, yo, Jesus. side note, side note. Jesus. Whoever works NBA TV, I don't know whose idea it was to put the Suns and they Cavs on national, on national TV <laughs> last night. I don't know whose idea that was. Terrible. I, was, I had that, to watch the first half of that. That's an NBA TV game for you. I, I couldn't do it. But LeBron— we saw, we see what the Cavs are now without him. If you take Harden off this this Rockets team this year, especially during those middle months of December, February, uh, December, January, February, when CB3, Gordon, and Capella hurt, when they had the local YMCA members, local rec center players, like I've been saying, that team is not making the playoffs, and it's that simple. 
How about the point of Chris Paul has had a good year when he came back? When he came back, Austin though. Austin Rivers has had fine. a good year for them. That's they, fine. That's they, fine. They've had players play well for them. They, like. they have, absolutely. But even when they come back, Harden is still putting up numbers. They beat Golden State without Harden. They've had games where they play well. The absolutely. Role players. Even in March, he's, he's still... He's not a- playing with dumpster fire. Even in March when CP3, Gordon, they're all back, he's still averaging 35.6 points this month. And that's not to mention... When for the whole the, year, on. he's still averaging uh, 7.5 assists. What's, hold on. One of the things you mentioned is how you compared it to LeBron thing, where if you take him off, what, what are they? Yeah. To fire. Let me ask you, what are the Bucks without Giannis? They're still Chris Middleton, who's an all-star. Uh, do you hear how that sounds? <laughs> There's still Chris Middleton. How like appetizing does that sound to you, dude? In the East. Does that sound good Chris to you? Middleton, There's still Brunton, Chris Middleton, Bronson, Bledsoe, uh, Lopez. What is that? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Mike, what are you saying, dude? Hey, look, I'll give you okay. this. This is a tough, tough MVP debate. This, still, this is, is close. I think that team, led by Middleton, Brogdon, led by Bledsoe, Middleton, Coach Budenholzer, who is a coach You're going here. to war, and, and you're the guy leading up front is Chris Middleton. How far are you getting? Chris, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why you're hitting on Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton's <laughs> a good player. He's, he's a, a bucket. He's, he's a, a bucket. He's a good player, he's but a bucket. that's it. Good. He's, he's a bucket. Good. You're G-O-O-D. Definitely not great. He's a bucket. Definitely not he's star. He's an all-star. De- no, no, he's no. He's not an all-star? Come on, Mike, man. He's, he's an, an all-star this year because if Kyle Lowry makes the all-star team, you know what the all-star Even last year in the playoffs versus Celtics, he was chopping us. Let's be real now. Even last year in the playoffs, he was Chopping yeah, he was. He was. So he's a bucking. He's did he been a bucking. Did he have the, the, the shots that's headed to overtime too in that game? Remember? No, I don't remember. Well, before um, um, Rozier's buzzer beating three, he, he had the oh, three that's headed exactly. to the deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, exactly. No, he had big See, I don't moments. I remember that because Rozier hit the yeah, game with okay. shots. So that's all doesn't you matter. Remember. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it do not matter. So he's been a bucket for some time now. And again, Coach Budenholzer, I, I, you could argue that Coach Budenholzer and that Milwaukee front office deserves more credit for the Bucks' success because they revamped this roster and put in an offensive system in place to benefit uh, Giannis. So that's a legitimate argument, whereas Harden has basically been doing this by himself. Yeah, by himself in a system that's that's made for Harden specifically to put up these numbers. Is that not true? Again, it is not a ball movement pass pass offense. It's a it's an offense where every it's a Harden it's a Harden system. Like this is what was gonna happen. That's facts. Okay, that's facts. But regardless, it doesn't change the fact that what he's done this year, especially the circumstances. The circumstances. The Giannis has basically had a perfect scenario for him all season long. Whereas Harden had to fight and claw his way in the Western Conference, the harder of the two conference, by himself for a long period of time, where he's putting up 40 plus points per game. He's dropped 30 on every single team. He's given, he's dropped 50 multiple times. He's dropped 60. Too, I will give him this. He's had the more MVP performances type. Giannis that has matters. had, Giannis has had the steady, consistent winning. Harden has those. Harden had, Harden has had those performances That's a though. Twister. Huh? Yeah, that he's had those definitely MVP performances. I'll give him that. Um, it's definitely though this year. This is a tough one. That's facts. This is a tough that's one. That's facts. Say less though. Glad we can agree on that. It's tough. Still think you need to get drug tested. Yeah. Um. Say less though. But speaking of MVPs, mm-hmm. your boy LeBron. LeBron James. Not an MVP consideration. <laughs> he just had to put that in there. Huh? Well, it was a transition. We'll to... get there next year. Your we'll have this conversation next year, and I can't wait. I can't wait. These two extra months for my guy, LeBron James, to get ready to get healthy. Kuzma and all those guys to work on their game so Kuzma. they can get traded for Anthony Davis. <laughs> it's going to be a wonderful summer. I can't wait. I can't wait. Like I said, LeBron, not an MVP candidate. He's not going to be first-team All-NBA either. I probably won't be. It's Where do you have him on your All-NBA team? I have him third. I Jesus! Have him third. 
have a third. All right, let's go through this. If I'm going to keep me, it a bed. If I'm going to keep it a bed. Let me Mike, hear, you want me to keep it a bed on this yes, show? let's keep it a bed. Please. Okay, let's keep it a bed. Let me let me hear your all-NBA teams. First one, uh, I got Chris Paul. I'm not not Chris Paul. Huh? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, I almost had a heart attack. Steph, Steph Curry. Steph Curry at my point. James Harden. Um, Kevin Durant. Giannis Antetokounmpo. And Anthony Davis. That's my first name. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, you need medical assistance. <laughs> That's my first Say that again, please. Stephen Curry. Uh, James Harden. No problem. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo. You can't sw- This is what's the tough part. You can't switch for me, Paul George, and Kevin Durant. I think you're the one who was campaigning him to be MVP Listen, just a few Mike, weeks ago. This past couple months and weeks has been awful for Paul George. Awful. All right, it hasn't been a couple months. Relax. It's been like a couple weeks. It's been since the All-Star break. It's been yeah, pretty bad. Like a month. Anyway, uh, pretty bad. And Kevin Durant has t- twelve for thirteen at Memphis. Come on. But here's the thing: the All Star game, the All Star like break is like more than halfway through the season. I think PG still does deserve credit for how he was an MVP candidate for most of he the was. year. He was. If you want to put him in front of, I think he should be in front of KD. Oh, let me hear yours. So my first, my, and then last, Anthony Davis. Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis had a terrific, terrific year. Did R? he not? Huh? R? <laughs> what do you mean? Scooby? <laughs> right. Day, before he got hurt, was he not having a good game? hurt? He doesn't even play anymore. Someone who plays 25 minutes per game doesn't deserve it. What, what five deserves it better than him? Embiid. Oh. Embiid, putting up 27 points per game, like 12 rebounds, a defensive player of the year, candidate who actually plays games. He plays games, Mike. He takes a game off every other day. No, he, he took doesn't. like a week stop off for it, tendonitis. Stop it. Stop it. Everyone does that. That's the NBA. Come that on. is an NBA thing. That is an NBA. Okay, on. all right. Give me your guards. You, can't, you cannot. Give me your guards. Anthony Davis cannot be on any All NBA team. I'm sorry. Not even one. No, no. I'm sorry. Give I can't. F- I cannot vote for him. He missed so too many games. That is on a minute restriction. It, I just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't. Wow, this LA Lakers trade thing really messed it up for you, huh? It, no, it's, it's just, just the fact just that he just you the wrong game. Way. No, I'm fine with demanding trades, but he's not playing anymore. How can you vote him for All-NBA if he's not playing games anymore? Okay, let me hear your first team in total. So my first team is Steph, yep, Harden, we agree. Giannis, yep. PG, and Bede. Steph, Harden, Giannis. Okay, second. Second, I have Dame, Kyrie. Was, yeah, me too. Of course. Me too. Dame, me Kyrie, too. KD. I have LeBron second team. And then Jokic. So you probably have Kawhi second team. Yes. Kawhi's had a terrific year. He's, he has. He's literally led Toronto to the, like, come mm. on. They were... He's led Toronto that whole like. There's no way you could put LeBron in front of. I think there Kawhi. is a way. I mean, both have missed substantial amount of times. Both they both play as of last night when I was doing my research. Both have played 55 games. Both have played exactly 55 games. LeBron averages more points, rebounds, assists, higher field goal percentage. He's still a better overall player. Yeah, Something no. that hasn't been talked about. Kawhi has not been the same defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah, he always yeah. has been. His defense is not. He's been a step slower. Um, I'm not saying he's injured. He's injured or anything, even though it looks like the Raptors are kind of um, cautious with him. Um, They're being very cautious. Very cautious with him. So I don't think Kawhi has been the same defensive player of the year. And, again, we know LeBron was out with those with that groin injury. But before he got hurt, they were a fourth seed in the Western Conference. And he was doing some great things. Damage. Damage. They were damage. doing damage. And even on a minute okay. restriction, 
when he came back, he's still putting up numbers. Numbers. Yeah, no, of course. Numbers. His down year is 27, 8, and yeah, 8, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You're not telling me this, but I'm just saying, Kawhi, Kawhi's... I thought we were supposed to ride for him like, all time. <laughs> Kawhi's production and the way... It's not better than LeBron's. No, listen, Kawhi's production and the way he's absolutely taken Toronto. Toronto's what do you le- mean taken? They were already a good team before he got there. Uh, they're a legitimate team now, Mike. Come on, there's someone to be feared with. Nobody cared I'm about the Tamar DeRozan Toronto Raptors, They Mike. were the best they're, team in the East last year. Year. Did anyone ever, 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 did, did they keep anyone at night? No, because LeBron was there. Okay. If LeBron wasn't there, it might have been a different story. So if LeBron's still the East now, you think he takes care of Toronto? Yes. Wow. It's LeBron James. Wow. It's LeBron James. Wow. It's My LeBron Kawhi James. Leonard is a legitimate NBA superstar. Just he is, but he is not the same superstar he was before this year. This okay. year, he has not been that same superstar. 13. So, uh, Kemba. Give me Kemba. Russ, Kemba. Yep. Kawhi, okay, uh, cat, big cat, Carl Anthony Towns. All right, okay, and then that last spot is Blake Griffin. I left it blank on my paper because <laughs> I just don't want to. Blake Griffin, it. Mike has had a career, statistically wise, career year, career, career. One of the things too that I disagree with the third team is though, Russell Westbrook might have to come out. You know for who? Who? D'Angelo Russell. No. D'Angelo Russell's had a great year for the Nets. Let's be honest. No. He and, has. I know and he has. Russell Westbrook went through, what, at least 65% of the season shooting absolutely god-awful. He's still shooting god-awful. God-awful. I mean, he is still having a triple-double, though. <laughs> so, like, that's no That legit just feed. walks around with Russell Westbrook wherever he goes. Triple-double, 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 triple-double. It's just a triple-double. It's just 10, 10, 10. That's all it is. He's still... All right, he's averaging 20, 10. <laughs> Give him 20. <laughs> Give him 20. <laughs> it's still a triple-double. What can you say about that? He's shooting horribly from I the know field. He, is. he loses he the is. games. He can't shoot. I know shoot. he is. I know, I know, I know. Okay. I know. So are we don't gonna, let are the... we going to balk at a triple-double? What has D'Angelo done this year that has not impressed you? D'Angelo has been amazing this year. I know. Amazing. He's taking that Nets team. They're a legitimate playoff team now. Legitimate is a very strong word. (laughs) Legitimate is a very strong word. (laughs) A very strong word. They're a playoff team. They might not make the playoffs. They haven't clinched yet. Come on, Mike. They're going to make the playoffs. For most of the season, not most. OKC has been a good part of the season as a top echelon team in the West. And I know PG has emerged as the best player on that team, but Westbrook still does deserve credit. He, his stats, shooting percentages might not be the same, but he's still been a key cog for them and has helped them uh, win basketball games. Okay. While putting up a triple double. Fair enough. Kemba Walker definitely deserves oh, Kemba, that yeah, third spot. Uh, I don't care what the team's record is. It's not his fault. Uh, not his it's fault. funny, too. I want to talk about this real quick. So yesterday when I was doing this, I was actually uh, remembering about one of the videos we have on the old uh, the Say Less uh, Instagram where I was saying this year Kemba Walker is going to be a top five guard. And I got absolute heat. Well, here he's top heat six. Heat for it. Well, here he's heat. Top, well, here he's top Mike, six. Mike, come on. He's a top five guard. Obviously, he oh, is. Oh, Steph Harden, Dame Kyrie. Those Russ. are. James Harden is not a come on dude. what is he then <laughs> he's a shooting guard he's not guard. a guard he's a point he's a point guard regardless I got this. absolute heat for it and here we are what's today April 2nd Kemba Walker is on the third team it just goes to show you I am right a lot more times than I'm wrong do you remember the list let's you go had? keep going do you remember the, 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 the I literally had Kemba in my top five I said he's gonna be a top five guard look what he's done this year look just look, we have the evidence. Have this this. is why the page is so beautiful, Mike, because we can go back and check the facts. And I said this coming in. <laughs> Period. Period. Let's move I on. I mean, what else did you say from that conversation? <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> no, you brought it up. You brought it up. We're not going to talk about it. Who did you have your second it's, best point guard? 
John Wall. <laughs> you brought it up. You brought it up. You said John hey, Wall was the second best point guard. People make mistakes. <laughs> say less. You need to say way less. Uh, when we get back, we'll get into NFL rule changes, the Browns, uh, Robert Gronkowski, the sad news of his retirement. But say less. Stay tuned. And welcome back. Say less. Oh, we're going to get into the Browns. Whew. OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. Rule change. But first, show's called Say Less, but... You need to say a little bit more? I got to say a little bit more. Go ahead, talk. Robin Gronkowski. Sheesh. It's been about a week and a half now, and I still haven't completely wrapped my head around the shocking, yet it's not really that shocking, no. I guess. Uh, Three-time... Super Bowl champion Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement from football on Instagram, where he thanked the Patriots and Mr. Kraft for drafting, quote, his silliness. He then went on to say, quote, thank you, everyone, for accepting who I am, the dedication I have put into my work to be the best player I could be. But now it's time to move forward with a big smile, knowing that the New England Patriots organization, Pats Nation, and all my fans will be truly a big part of my heart for the rest of my life. It was truly an incredible honor to play for such a great, established organization and able to come in to continue and contribute to keep building success, end quote. Gronk will leave a huge void on the field, but he'll leave an, an even bigger field, a big, an, even, an even bigger void off of it. His jubilant and one-of-a-kind personality, coupled with his on-field dominance, made him a generational player yep. that the NFL has truly never seen. I would go as far as to say that Gronk is the NFL version of Shaq. At their peaks, both were unstoppable behemoths Dominant. That, that moved with a gracefulness that should be illegal at that size. Their personalities made them can't-miss icons outside of the world of sports, as both racked up a plethora of sponsorship deals, and both have been known to partake in a party or two. Mm -hmm. It makes sense that the two are pretty good friends, actually. But even beyond that, both have been known to be extremely charitable in their communities. Gronk has his own Gronk Nation Youth Foundation that inspires youth to reach their maximum potential through sports, education, community, and fitness. And he constantly made appearances at schools throughout Massachusetts during his time with the Pats. Simply put, Gronk is one of a kind. And if you ask me, from a talent perspective, he is the best tight end to ever play the game. Period. Period. Now, there, there have been and will continue to be conversations about whether or not he's the greatest tight end of all time, and I understand both sides of the, of the debate. Greatness is the long-term accumulation of success, and so I will not argue with anyone who believes that Tony Gonzalez holds that crown as the GOAT. Or Shea Sharp. Stop. <laughs> but just like Shaq, Gronk's legacy, I think, is just going to hit a little different. His name is one word. Five letters. Mm. But so many different things come to mind. And in 10 to 15 years, Gronk will be the tight end we're still talking about. Amen. I hear that. I hear that. It's been an honor to watch this guy. Honor. I mean, he, makes, he makes the game, such a violent game, look so fun, so joyful. But let's just talk about it, too. His game is remarkable. Remarkable. You can, he's a tight end who's – you can't you, – New England got so many mismatches on any given night just because no one in the league could cover this guy one-on-one. No. -on -one. He's arguably the greatest offensive <laughs> weapon this game has ever seen. That's a, not a quarterback. Wow. Non-quarterback. Wow, wow. Non-quarterback that, that, offensive whoa, that, 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 Crazy. Yo, 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 yo. He's in a conversation Mike, that with – That is huge for it. That is huge for it. He's in a conversation with guys like Randy Moss, guys like – 
uh, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, guys just you could not stop no what, matter what you did. Yeah, that's the thing. One of the things that's remarkable Gronk, about Gronk, too, is with in his career, I don't think there's a guy in the NFL that we know is like a Gronk stopper. Or a guy that can handle him. Eric one-on-one. Berry at times comes, comes he comes at close. Times. That that's a name that can, at, at times. times, right? But oh, even he, the best defenses, he would light them up. Light at, them up. Like, light them up. And, and he did it on the on the on the highest stage too. Playoffs, Super Bowls, so, all the time. Doesn't matter. He would come in with that fade on third and long. <clears throat> Brady would get it. That was one of Brady's securities blankets too. Let's talk yeah. about it. New England, Mike. This is a this is going to be a big loss. Yeah, it's a huge loss. Huge, huge loss. loss. And one of the things that really annoyed me the past few weeks, people talking about this is, oh, he had Brady. No, I think Brady had Gronk. You look at the the Patriots offense because for years, and we'll we'll talk to where they go from this after. But for years, the two tight end system has been a staple the of New England. It's called the pistol. No, what's um, it called? It's not. It's two tight ends. Two Pistol's tight ends, a whole so. different. Oh, okay. Um. Going back to when they had Aaron Hernandez and Grog, going back when you had Ben Watts and Daniel Graham, Mm -hmm. two tight ends has been a staple of the Patriots system for years because it allows you to do so many different things in the run and in the pass. And I don't think uh, Brady ever had a tight end like Grog. We saw that mismatch so many times. You put a linebacker on him, buy her. You put a DB on him. Too small. Too small. And that's not a Brady. That's not a Brady thing. That's a that's a wrong his ability thing. to block too, and then his ability. So I I don't like pinning Brady's success on to Gronk because I think Gronk is one of the few receivers that Patriots have had that really made a mark on his own, made a brand for his own, his own. a style of his own. That is separate from Brady. You can talk about the West Buckles of the the world, the Julian Edelman's of the world, Moss, the Dion yeah. Branches of the world, who we clearly saw the without system. Brady, yeah. they were not the same. They were system-type players. Right. But Gronk, you put him on any offense with any capable mind, they should be able to put up numbers with Gronk. Right. Um, but like I said, moving forward, where do the Patriots go from here? It's going to be tough. I mean, look, they're losing Gronk. You you added another year to Brady's uh, Brady's um, Brady's age. Mike, I'm telling you right now, New England needs to start adding talent. Odell Beckham was a name that I was hoping. <laughs> we were we were hoping too. I think the Patriots reached out numerous times New- last year to try and trade for Odell, but the Giants refused. The way the organization has almost relied on Brady's dominance and production to overlap some of the talent. Mm-hmm issues that New England has and it needs to be the other way around now at this point yeah New England needs to start overloading the team with talent to make up for Brady's eventual decline it's going to be a healthy decline yeah. too I don't think Brady falls off a cliff no. but he's definitely not going to be the Brady we 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 all know and, lo- and love I mean I don't know about that I, this is my thing for people he's losing weapons Mike he is and that's fact and I think they did a great job this year of uh, dealing with the fact that they didn't have many receiving weapons. Of course, Edelman had a really good year, but and that's why you saw them run the ball the way they did. They right. they emphasized running the ball. Um, I don't. This whole thing about Brady declining, we saw in the playoffs. We saw versus Chargers. We saw versus Chiefs. He can still do what he does. Um, again, and this is something I feel like people always forget. Football is a team sport. It's the ultimate team sport. Your quarterback, unless he's like Aaron Rodgers, unless he's like Patrick Mahomes, your quarterback's not going to carry you. Can't do it. You still have to have targets you can throw to. Um, and Brady, at times during his career, could carry a load. At this point, I don't think he can carry a load. He still needs weapons. And I think we're going to need to address the wide receiver position. We're going to need to address the tight end position. There's names like uh, Irv Smith out of Alabama, Noah Fant, and TJ Hawkinson out of Iowa, who I think are options we could try and go after in the draft. We might have to trade up if we want a TJ Hawkinson, who is 
who is uh, supposed to be a very complete tight end, like a Rob Gronkowski is, and receivers. This is why receiver draft is so deep with names uh, like a Marquise Brown, A.J. Brown, Nikhil Harry. There are so many names in this wide receiver draft. I would be stunned if we don't try one of them. Even our boy Andy Isabella, who's on the show, mm. uh, just uh, not last week, the week before. So I think we have to, have to, have to address our need at receiver in the draft because we clearly didn't try in free agency. Right. Um, I mean, we did try, but we, we came up short with names like Humphreys. Mind you, I don't know who he thinks he is. Uh, Adam Humphreys signing with the Tennessee Titans after we get offered him more money. Like, who does he think? <laughs> like, have fun losing in Tennessee, loser. Um, but we're going to have to make some moves in the draft to compensate for our lack of receiving targets because I, as it stands right now, I'm not sold. On the two, 2020 Patriots? Or in, in terms of receiving core, yes. Receiving core. I'm okay. not sold on that. Um, but... Like we said, it's it's going to be a tough transition. Gronk was a guy you can count on to get open. He just added joy to the game. He did. He did. He did. He was someone who was probably passing the figure with all the time. Even yeah. He never got called. But oh, yeah, for sure. He, he's, he's physical. Physical. And it's just, it, we're going to miss him. Um, Agreed. But speaking of pass interference, recently uh, a new pass interference rule just got passed. Uh NFL, the, the 32 clubs voted almost unanimously. The Bengals were the only team to vote no to make offensive and defensive pass interference reviewable on a one-year trial basis. Uh, coaches will be able to challenge pass interference that is called or not called in the first 20 minutes of each half. So inside the two-minute warning, that would be booth review. Uh, this is in wake of the whole Saints debacle that happened in the NFC Championship game. Uh, T, what do you think of this? I think this is not good at all. Oh, why not? Because I think now it's giving a lot of defensive players at a disadvantage because now a lot of what they do is going to be a lot. Everything now, every defendable pass is going to look like mm-hmm. it's going to look bad in slow motion when you review it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's going to slow down the game tremendously. I don't know if you don't think that. but it, I don't think that. Because here's the thing. It's still, they still only get two challenges. And if you get both two right, then you get a third. So it's not like you can challenge every single throw. But when you look at a lot of things in slow motion, Mike, it's not. It's obviously, obviously, I, I I hear that point, but it's not like a coach can be like you're gonna have to. The coaches are gonna have to pick and choose when they use that challenge because it's still two for the entire game. You still can't just like it's two for the entire game in under two minutes. It's, it's everything's booth, booth review. So that's right. That's my concern is during the booth review. Because anything can happen in two minutes. Every play you could have passed. That's what I'm saying. I understand that point. That's it. I understand that point when it comes to under two minutes. So the, the booth, and especially the last two minutes of pass, that's an important part of the game. Exactly. That's an important part of the game. Exactly. And there's going to be calls, too, where like they're going to say, why are you reviewing it? That's not a reviewable call. Is this really something to review? Like, it's, making too, it's making all the calls... Too, it's making all the plays too much of a should this be called, should this be not, should this be called, should this be not. That's not how football works. It's already a slow game. It's not fluid. Why are you going to add facts. this that makes it less That's fluid? Do you I, they have to. I think passing interference with how the league has No, it's just with trained. how that Saints-Rams game yes, ended, but with That how was the, awful. With how the game has uh, progressed, with how it's become a passing league first, with how um, review has become such a part of the game, it, it's too big of a call. The yards involved, these are spot fouls. You have to. You have to get this right, especially when— So you think this is good? You think this is good? I think it's necessary. I think it had to be done, especially in the wake of the Saints— the Saints debacle you that de- happened. We definitely agree, though. The, the Saints-Rams thing is the one that's turned this up. Yeah. For sure. It had to happen. For sure. Had to happen. Um, 
But moving on, the Browns. Busy, busy offseason. Haven't had a chance to talk about it. Last episode, we had Andy Isabella on. We didn't get a chance to fully talk about it. He went, was on record saying they're going to the Super Bowl, even though they can't. They're probably not going to draft him now, so he was upset about it. But um, the Browns, T. What? Wow, we're talking about Cleveland on this show. Jeez. Cleveland! <laughs> this is for you! Look, they look really, really good on paper. They do. They do. They do, Mike. Um, my one thing is now the Browns have gone from an organization that we laugh at and what what they used to come to the games with paper paper things on their head to an organization with expectations. Mm. And expectations, Mike, you know as a Boston Celtics fan, they are not good all the time. So I think they definitely have the nucleus. I mean, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham on the outside. Jesus, Jesus, that's different. It is different. Baker Mayfield looks like a young, promising quarterback. We know about their defense. Mike, they look good. I'm going to take... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. This is definitely going to be my Madden team, for sure. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> for sure, for sure. This is my new Madden team. But, but, um, expectations are tough. They're young, Mike. Um... Their, their quarterback's extremely young, so I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon completely. But I will say in that crumbling division, um, mm-hmm. definitely not a Pittsburgh Steelers um, guy. Definitely not a Cincinnati Bengals guy. Slow for them. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Oh, uh, Slow for them. Slow for them, too. Cleveland, this is for you. This is <laughs> Cleveland. Do something. You got a shot. You definitely got a shot, Mike. That's facts. No, I agree with you. Baker Mayfield, like you said, franchise quarterback. For sure. Looking like the guy that's finally going to be Cleveland's quarterback. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt in the backfield. OBJ, Jarvis, Landry, Antonio Callaway, Jesus. David Njoku. Oh, my God. Miles Garrett, Olivia Vernon on the front line. Sheldon Richardson, they added him. But... So, like you said, looking at the rest of the AFC Norse, the Bengals are an absolute dumpster fire. They just fired Marvin Lewis, who you could argue after this season. He should have been out a long time ago. Yeah. But you could argue, legitimately argue, with that after this season it wasn't his fault. Because yeah. when they were healthy, they were, what, like 6-2? and two? And their defense, and now it's despite an a, a awful defense. But then they got hit by all these injuries, and they fell off. And I, so, out of any years of firing Marvin Lewis, I don't know if this was – but. I digress. That's another conversation another day. The Ravens still should have a style defense, even though they lost some guys, Eric Weddle and free agency. I still have questions about uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson yeah. and yeah. how he can be as a passer. Yeah. We know what he is as a runner, but as a passer, especially with their, with their receiving core, they, they, let, they let Michael Crabtree go, um, and it was already a questionable receiving core when he was there. And then the Steelers, they're a complete zoo. We don't need to talk about it. So I think they should be favorites to win the AFC North. Like you said, I agree with you on that. But beyond that, that's all I'm willing to say right now. You look at the Pats, I don't need to say much about that. We know yeah, who we are. Yeah. The Colts, they're on the up and coming. They're coming off of their really strong finish last year. They added um, Funches, the wide receiver, Devin Funches, and Justice Houston. I still think they need help with their linebackers and on secondary. The Chiefs. Chiefs are going to be there next year. You said they're the, the, the next dynasty. They Your are. words. I don't they know about all that. The <laughs> Chargers are. are still there. So I look at, the, at this Browns team. Texans will be there. Mm. Texans will be there next mm. year. Fix their O line first. Get yeah, some they, secondary yeah, they have help. Watson running for his life. Get some secondary help. Um, get DeAndre Hopkins some help, please. And he needs a number two. Um, but the Browns, they're still a young team. Young. I still think they're yeah. and they're young. They're led by a young coach. They have no playoff experience. All those other teams I mentioned, Pats, Colts, Chiefs, Chargers, they were all in the playoffs last year. Right. They all have experience. They all have franchise quarterbacks that have been there. So I think they. The 
The Browns need to learn how to win first, and they need to show us they know how to win first before we start uh, just praising them and, and prom uh promoting them as a Super Bowl contender because a lot of their problems we've seen, they could not close out games. games yeah. They couldn't do they it. They lost a lot of games. A lot of close games. The of the year. Yes, they, yeah. lo they lost a lot of close games. Yeah. So we need to see them if they have learned how to win. Agreed. Um, but on say paper, less. though, definitely looks good. On paper, it looks good, but championships aren't one, aren't on, one on paper, and Agreed. they definitely aren't one in March. Yep. Um, but say, uh, say less. When we get back, we'll finish how we always finish, cap or no cap. Welcome back. Say less. You know what time it is. Cap or no cap. Um, just for review, cap, BS. This no guy's cap. purple, Mike. That's cap. That's big cap. <laughs> <laughs> um, first question. Cap or no cap? Cam Reddish should stay in school stop, another year. Mike, stop. You're capping with this one. Big cap. Cam Reddish, do not listen to Mike. Go to the NBA. You're an NBA lottery talent. I understand why he's had the year he's had just because he's behind these two dominant ball Okay, but he's supposed and, uh, to be a shooter. He's supposed to be a shooter. Shooting 33% from three. Look, didn't give him a lot of good looks. Look, this is big cap. Cam Reddish is going to be a stud in the NBA, Mike. A big stud? cap. Big cap. I mean, look, I'm not gonna say as far as he should stay another year because now you're just you're costing yourself some money. Big but money. dudes is saying this man might be in the G League. Stop. Dude, dudes are saying cat. he don't have the will for the G League either because <laughs> the G League is much of real dudes. Dudes Big are cat. scrapping the G League. They said you might not be ready. That's cat. That's cat. Oh, no, yeah, it's cap. I That's think cat. you should go go That's get cat. your money, especially because yeah. it's a weak draft class. So it will probably be a top ten pick. Um, so you need those guarantees. But hey, man. I'd at least think about it. The way he embarrassed himself, his draft stock fell like crazy. I'm, I'm big on Cam Reddish. I think it's good. You. This is Cap. Um, second Cap or no Cap question. Steph Curry was in the news this week. He gave his top five greatest players of all time. His list goes Jordan, Wilt, LeBron, Shaq, Magic. Is that cap or no cap? That's big cap. <laughs> Who was the first one? Wilt? Jordan. The second one? Wilt. <laughs> I know I heard Wilt somewhere. That, that's what? The what? Who? Cool it. Look, let me give you a real top five. No, top five oh, players no. of the league all time. This is just people. Disclaimer, I am not related to this <laughs> list at all. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand what I say when I say top five players. I mean top five games. I do not mean top five careers. I do not mean top five legacies. I mean top five basketball players games. Number one, LeBron. That's not what? Top five greatest players of all time. Number one, LeBron James. Number two. <laughs> number one, LeBron James. Number two, Kevin Durant. Number three. <laughs> can I finish my top five? Number one, LeBron. Number two, Kevin Durant. Number three, Michael Jordan. Number four. <laughs> number four. <laughs> Kevin Durant is a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. Kevin Durant has literally the most ultimate cheat code game that we've never seen before. And what has he done with it? The second he gets out he of Golden State, huh? Huh? The second he gets out of Golden State, he needed Golden State. He's clearly not that great if he needed Golden State. Number three, um, Shaq, and number four Shaq is Kareem. Is Shaq, Shaq was dominant, Mike. Dominant. Number four, Shaq. First number all, five, Kareem. Shaq's not better than Kareem or Hakeem's. You're nuts. My top five, a more rational top five. One, MJ. I don't even know how you put yeah. LeBron number one. That's just LeBron's a great player. That's not close. Oh, my Lord. 
That's LeBron, you put, you really give us LeBron fans a bad rap. You're, the you're reason, not a LeBron you're fan. You're the reason Stop. why people hate LeBron fans. You rep you're delusional. Buff. You're delusional. You're not a LeBron. When you're you delusional. say you're a LeBron fan, it blows my butt. Why? Because you're not a LeBron fan. How aren't I a LeBron fan? You only you only support him when it's convenient. No. The second you're the one who had him third team on NBA, and if, I had him second. If the Celtics play uh, the Lakers tomorrow, who do you want to win? I want the Celtics to win. Okay, there you, to there you go. There you go. There you go. You lost me right there. I forgot. You're not from Boston. You lost me right there. You lost me right there. I always forgot you're not from Boston. Um, I am from Boston. Stop saying that. Top five. <laughs> MJ at one. LeBron at two. Kareem at three. Okay. Kobe at four. Kobe H- Bryant in your top five. All right. Okay. Hakeem at five. First of all, the fact that you can put Kevin Durant in your top five is nuts to me because he's done nothing by himself when he wasn't on the on the Warriors. Uh, he legit he, he won an MVP. Impressive. Cool. He won an MVP. OKC. Cool. Yeah. Did he win any championships? No. no he did. He was young. No, and. What you, well, great player has won championships when they were young. Is, young. is is KD winning a championship if he doesn't go to the Warriors? No. Sorry. Oh, uh, he's an embarrassment. You, I, he's an embarrassment. All his rings his have asked game, greatest players of all time. It's an embarrassment that you put KD in your top five. Co- the fact that you think KD's better than Kobe, Kobe's a multiple-time, like nine or ten-time first-team All-NBA. Kevin Durant's defense isn't touching Kobe's. He just started playing defense when he got to the Warriors because he didn't have all his responsibilities. Do you understand how versatile Kevin Durant is on the defensive end? Kobe Bryant guards two positions. Kevin Durant is a legitimate shot Kobe block. Bryant could legitimately guard one through three. <laughs> Does that even, like, is mind that you, impressive? Mind you, KD doesn't, KD Kevin doesn't, Durant could guard anyone on the floor at any time. He, one through three. Who the hell is one through three? Mind you, Kevin Durant's not guarding traditional centers. Kobe played with, with in, the, in, the, in the NBA when they still had traditional centers. KD was never guarding a traditional center. Could, or Kobe, tra- could Kobe guard KD? That's a question. Can KD guard Kobe? Yes. Yes. He has the leg to guard Kobe. And then Hakeem and Kareem. It's an embarrassment you put Shaq over Kareem and Hakeem. Shaq, while he is the most dominant player, we talked about Zion being athletically blessed. Same thing with Shaq. Shaq didn't have the skill that Kareem or Hakeem had. He couldn't shoot like Kareem. Shaq's finals numbers and his performance, the the, the way absolutely. You know who Shaq played in his first finals? Hakeem. Okay. And, and what? you know what Hakeem did that year? Hakeem was one of the first players to win MVP, defensive player of the year, and his finals MVP in the same year. And he chopped Shaq in the finals. Hakeem's one of the most skilled big men in the league. That's why players who need to work on their footwork go to Hakeem. Because his footwork yeah, they do is say on that. parallel. They say I was on with parallel. the Yeah, they say I was on with parallel. the this They do on say parallel. that. <laughs> and defensively, it's not even close. Shaq didn't even start playing defense until Phil Jackson got there. Hakeem's one of the greatest defensive players of all time. He's like top something in steals and blocks, which very few players have. It's not okay. Stop it. Mm, stop it. Do Go do your homework, please. I don't even... An embarrassing list. Like I said, disclaimer, I have no... Kevin Durant's not in your top five. Of course not. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Seek help. Um, final cap or no cap question. Coach of the year. Doc Rivers, coach of the year. Cap or no cap? Look, Mike, this is not cap. What he's done this year with the Clippers and the lack of talent that team has... How they're the eighth seed. I mean, Doc Rivers has done a tremendous, remarkable job. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's gotten some heat over the ca- past couple years for saying he's the only coach that only could win with Boston and talent. Look, he's shown this year, I could do something with the Clippers. And he's taken a team without an all-star, without any really great player that t- you know galvanizes your eyes. And he's taken them to the playoffs. That's pretty impressive mm-hmm. to me. Um, before I say anything, I'd like to thank Doc Rivers and the Clippers for their draft pick. Because after they traded away Tobias, it was looking like the, the Clippers were going to tank and we were going to lose our draft pick. But uh, thank no. you. We need that draft pick for our Anthony Davis trade. Um, Anthony who? No, he's coming to L.A. But keep going. 
can we be right? If AD is going anywhere, it's, it's up to not Boston. Boston bro. Okay. He does not want to be on Newberry Street. He we wants are, to we be already, on We Calabasas. already established this. That was a lie. He said okay. he would play in Boston. Uh, anyway, um, for most of the year, I was on the – even the beginning of the year, I told you, I thought Mike Budenholzer would be a coach of the year. Kennedy. Yeah, I he's done he a would tremendous win. job too. And he's done a tremendous job, him and the Milwaukee Bucks front office. But <sighs> I think I am switching on to Doc Rivers. Yeah. I think what he's done with that Clippers team – especially after the trade deadline has been absolutely remarkable. remarkable. Um, he has a much worse team than the Bucks do. Uh, I think oh, Nate, yeah. Nate McMillan also deserves some credit. Yeah, um, but I think one. what Doc Rivers has done with his roster has been uh, unparalleled. But uh, So no cap. No but, cap. I think, no cap. I think I would vote for Doc Rivers at this time. But say less. That's the show. Here at Say Less Studios. It's been Here a pleasure, Mike. Say Less Studios. It's been a pleasure, of course, as always. We'll be back soon. More interviews coming, more shows coming. Say less. Stay tuned.